I'm Carly Shields, and I play Lola, the Harpy Wizard. I'm John, and I play Mort McCoy, the Skeletal Ranger. Hey, everybody. It's Patrick, and I play Ezra the Golem. Hey, I'm Adam Bash. I'm the Storyteller, and welcome to Brew Force. Fine patrons, welcome to the Gilded Ram Grog House in Tea Room. I, of course, am Jasper Spitwistle, and you know, if you join us here every story time, what you've heard is not really the story of the Brute Force, not quite yet. I mean, yes, of course, they would eventually be drawn together under that banner, but at this point, they didn't even really have a name. You know, um, they were known as, you know, that skeleton guy and the golem with the crazy eyes. And that really high-pitched harpy, you know, which, you know, it's pejorative in a lot of ways. People called them the Menagerie or uh, Clash Tigers Champions, you know. It was used in a negative way. And, you know, we've been together at this point for 30-some-odd times, and, uh, you know, really, you've just heard the start of the story, honestly. The parts you know at this point were very informative in creating the, the personalities, the heroes that came to be later. But if you think back about the moments that truly mattered, you think of four terrified individuals making unwise deals with a genie in the middle of the alien ocean. You think of Mirka, and then Ezra, receiving cryptic but desperate messages from literal gods. And you think of the death of an orc underneath a massive oaken spire. All of these events certainly shaped each and every one of the brute force in their own ways. But it was there in the streets of Nunusha, when the stakes got real, that they truly realized that taking on evil at all costs, protecting those who could not protect themselves, was the highest calling of any hero. Of course, I mean, they could have asked me at any moment. They really didn't think to... To get my opinion on heroism, I mean, I, I had written at least two uh, books on heroism at the time. Um, so I was, you know, widely regarded an expert on the, on the matter. Um, but, you know, of course, you know, they had other things in mind. They, they didn't really want to hear about pies. They didn't want to hear about canned goods. There was a lot of things that they really didn't want to hear my opinion on. But anyway, um, tonight we're going to continue on the story with, uh, like I said, a very, very influential part. You, you'll notice a little bit more... Um, I guess, blood on the sand, you know, aspects to this part of the story. You know, it's, it's kind of ironic if you think about it, that uh, at this point in the story, a group known as the Brute Force had really not been engaged in many fights. I mean, there was, of course, the Baku, and then there was um, King Eloy's men, but that really didn't, you know, turn into a whole thing because Amatha came in and, and caused uh, that to get all sorted out. Um, so, I mean, really, they, they kind of had gotten off pretty light, you know, all the way up to this point. But, you know, there was a change in the air, kind of, that you could kind of feel all throughout the Orth at this moment. You know, there was a, it was a new epoch, you know. It felt like a new era had dawned. It was a time when it seemed as if the darkness had parted and made way for light to re-enter the world. Or indeed, for whatever fate may bring. You guys have just left Yanov's uh, oddities and such. You cut a stately figure stepping out of a burning building like you do, but, I mean, the streets are pretty cleared. Everybody is... You know, this is the Dinderastian way. If you see a building that is on fire, um, you just go away <laughs> wait, from wait, that wait, building. Wait. Can I can I press to digitate so it looks like we're on fire and we just run into an alley <laughs> and we got our arms, like, flailing <laughs> above us like Muppets? I, I wanted to casually stroll out the flames like Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> with a lit cigarette between my lips. <laughs> yeah, uh, so press to digitation doesn't God do much it. but tries to change colors, so... Uh, <laughs> but you can make yourself look all I ashy. could use my fairy fire arrow, which will cover us in flames. Blue flames. And literally everyone, and everyone else, else in the vicinity. In the <laughs> oh my god, that spread so quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, but yeah, like literally there's nobody out on the streets. You guys are you guys are good to just do whatevs when you walk out of this place. 
Mort walks out and stop drops and rolls. <laughs> Real quick. All right, well, the fire that did not exist does not burn you anymore. Uh, thank goodness. Just in case anyone was watching. What an awful uh, disaster. Yeah, I don't... Whatever. She says and keeps walking. Uh, I love that chop so much. What a shame. So shall we uh, go to the pie shop quickly, see if Jasper's there? Yeah, yeah. And grab him uh, while we're on our way? He likes to talk to people. Maybe he's heard something. That's true. Maybe he's heard some tales of, of what's going on. So we're we're going to head to the pie shop. All right. Well, you guys head into the pie shop. And uh, yeah, I mean, Jasper's there. Uh, Ezra would recognize it's he's in the same spot he, he left him in. Uh, you know, there there are pie tins all over the place. This guy, obviously, you know, he, he, he likes he's a good putting pie. Back. He put, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As you walk in, he's uh, yeah, I mean, he's he's, he's knuckle deep in a rhubarb right now. I'm really glad you said a rhubarb. <laughs> Hey, <laughs> Jasper. Oh, well, hey, how's it going, guys? I've uh, I've been eating a lot of pie. You'll have to excuse me. <sighs> looks oh, like a very word. tasty pie. Well, you know, it's 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 not bad, really. It's, they, they don't have many pies like this, uh, you know, out on the open road. You know, you can't get fresh pie like this. So, you know, it's nice when you when you get a chance. You know, you you imbibe a little bit on the pies. You know what I mean. What you working with there, my man? What you, what you got? A, you got a you got a French silk? You got a southern southern banana pecan? What what type of what type of pie we working with? I mean, I mean, you know the you know the whole menu here at this point, right? They got I mean, practically any pie you could possibly imagine, except for human pie. They don't have that. I don't know why anyone would want such a thing, but it's not on the menu. It's oddly specific that you would bring something like that up. <laughs> Well, I mean, you just, it's due diligence, really, right? Sure, sure it is, sure it is. Um, uh, Lola sits down and then puts her elbows on the table, puts her head in her hands, and it's like, um, I don't suppose you've been sitting here talking to the fine folks in the pie shop. Well, you know me. Of course I've been talking. I've told them, uh, oh boy, a significant amount about my travels and my time at the at the university. Wait, wait, and, wait, wait. Uh, you know, some several stories about, you know, past uh, canned goods and things of that nature. Have you been listening to the people in the pie shop? Well, there was a gentleman that said, hey, that's a great story. I remember that one quite <laughs> yeah, well. Yeah, I, I bet uh, he you was did. a nice chap. Um, uh, so we're wanted by the police or the local the local law here. Yes, we have a, a price on our heads, um, and you, by association, you probably do yep. too. So perhaps we should skedaddle. Oh my! Oh well, I'm a dangerous I'm a dangerous fellow, is what you're telling me, right? Oh man, oh, look at me! I'm on the wrong side of Johnny Law, Jasper. <laughs> bad guy that sounds just like me this is this is great this is definitely you know i'm gonna write a sonnet about this well, i think maybe not Perhaps. right at the moment um oh, no 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 uh, garçon can we get this uh, rhubarb to go oh, you're having fun now but wait till uh, you're in a jail uh, also, cell I, I think it would be better as, as a haiku nice short and sweet Oh, perhaps, perhaps. That's not, that's not a bad idea. You know, I'm just going to take the pie. At this point, there were wanted people, right? So, so I mean, I'm not even going to take the whole tin. You know, <laughs> fuck them. What do you know? Let's get out of here. That was more than five syllables. But never mind. Let's carry on. <laughs> did, did Jasper just dine and dash? <laughs> yeah, he's a wanted criminal now. This is a whole new life for him. He's like on the wrong, wrong path you, now. You give, him, you give him a taste and he just runs with it, huh? She says, following him out of the shop. On a run shop. from Johnny Law. Uh, Ain't no trip to Cleveland. Ezra. Uh, so you guys are out in the streets. Go ahead. I'll say just catch. I was just going to have some more pie talk. But go on ahead. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no. Pie it up. Pie it up. Pie it up. I was just going to. Jasper, my man, have you ever had uh, uh, the breakfast the breakfast pie? I believe it's called a quesh. A, del- a delightful <laughs> quesh. Oh, I, I, I have not. Is it a, a pie made of uh, perhaps uh, eggs and, uh, and various cheese and meat stuffs? Absolutely. It's the cousin to the frittata, the quesh. It's a delightful egg-based pie. 
We should get a quest together hmm. the next time we are at a pie shop. Yeah, yeah, you, you guys quest later. Let's go. Yeah, yeah, let's quest it up. That's the new saying. Let's quest right. it up. Yeah, quest you later, right? Is that the, that's what we say, quest you later. Hell yeah, ah. nuts, buddy. And then they fist bump. High fives. They high five. They chest bump. They high five. Let's crust on out of here. <laughs> We're not doing. We're not doing crust anymore. We're not doing crust-based jokes uh, anymore. Sorry, it's quest now. My apologies. It's all right. Let me ask you a question. I love it. Shall we go? <laughs> well, let's go. Um, we all right, head let's to go. Magathus place. All right, you guys uh, zip off back down an alleyway, heading back to the. Uh, I assume back to the Argent side. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Area okay, uh, yeah, as you guys walk past the area where uh, once held Yanov, uh, Yanov's uh, or Boulder Belt's oddities and such, uh, you see a smoldering pile of ash and uh, Yanov uh, jogging across the street to you uh, with a, a little uh, sack over his shoulder. Oh, guys, uh, hey, all done with the, the burn down situation, so I am uh, I'm ready to very go. Convincing. That spell is just great. Yeah, no, thanks. I, I picked it up for a song, actually. It was pretty, pretty, pretty useful. I've, I've gotten out of so many towns like that. Uh, yeah, but I mean, I'm ready to go. We need to flee. You know, we go get that wagon. Hey, get the wagon, right? Oh, yes. I, I forgot we came all alone. In fact, um, aren't, aren't the Gregs probably looking for us as yeah, well? Hey, wait, they were supposed to be at the pie shop, weren't they? Oh, my. Uh, Yes, well, uh, they they left a few moments ago, actually. Um, hold on, uh, and you guys can peer down the alley uh, next to the pie shop, and uh, yeah, the wagon is gone. Oh well, yeah, I guess it doesn't really matter. Hey, we we were already borrowing it, I suppose. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of alleys in this town. <laughs> if you've noticed, we're always ducking down one. No, of course. Most most Dinderastian uh, cities are very alley-centric. You have to understand. Uh, anyway, moving on, moving right along. Uh, what what's what's the plan, gang, friends, pals? Jasper tries to throw his arm around uh, around Yanov, and Yanov just shrugs it off and walks over uh, away from him. Well, we we have some of our uh, friends at the Arjun site looking into a couple of things for us. Um, so I think we're gonna head back there and find out if they've found out anything. What do you think, gang? Yep. Yeah, let's go. Honestly, I don't care at all, but, uh, sure, let's go. Alright, with such, uh, with such motivated steps (laughs) of, yeah, sure, and I don't care at all, (laughs) you guys rush off back down the alleyway, uh, back to the, uh, the warehouse uh, wherein you found the Argent Scythe before. Um, was there a secret knock? That was there a secret knock for there this? There definitely I don't was. Know. No. There definitely I feel was. Like there was, was a, there? Yep. I feel like there was a I secret knock. I don't think we learned it. Yeah, we did the first time, but then was. she just brought us in the second time. Shave and a haircut. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that works. John so they let you in. One. All right, you guys are welcomed back into the uh, the Argent Scythe uh, stronghold, as it were. And ma- and mag 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 mod. What are, what's her nuts? Magatha. Magatha. Mad Mag. She's she's there. Yeah. Uh not visibly. Uh like when you guys were here before she was off uh okay. doing business in the back, so she's she doesn't hang out in the front. Is uh look the I I don't remember what that dude's name is, but you know he's what? also it was that. It was Nook. It was Wah. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> that sounds good. No, Wah isn't there either. So we just literally st- no one you can talk to is there. Around you guys are just really uncomfortable standing out like there. Teenagers at a party. <laughs> is that anybody here, or is it just us? I mean, yeah, it's like mostly the. Pe- it's like the, a lot of the people that you like were that were here earlier, but like you didn't have the, the conversations with looking into things yeah. for us. Yeah, yep. Yeah. Uh, I ask one of them if they know when uh, Magathor or Nook will be back. Oh yeah, Max is in the back. Too. I can I can go get her if you need me to. That would be jolly nice. Thank you very much. All right, yeah. And he, he <laughs> canters off. Uh, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have a hard time remembering 
what her voice sounds like in a way it that was, does not sound exactly like Jasper. Say, it was very similar to Jasper. Yep. I tried to do an old woman's voice and then it didn't come out like an old woman's voice. And I like, here's the thing, like inside baseball, I, I tried to I practiced an old woman's voice like in my car for like three days in advance of the last time we did this. And I had it pretty good. And then when we actually sat down to record, it was like, nope, it just sounds like Jasper now. Well, it actually didn't sound exactly like Jasper until you made the joke that it sounded like Jasper. And then it just sounded like Jasper. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. I think I could do a decent old woman's voice. So if, if, if Mag sounds different than she did last time, it's just because she had a cold. Okay. Previously. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Previously on Brute Force, Mag had a cold. All right. Uh, so, yeah, Magatha uh, comes uh, walking out from the back. Oh, well, okay, dearies. What? What? But it, so- it sounds a lot like Jasper. <laughs> it sounds too much like Jasper. What did you guys find out? Anything interesting in the town these days? No, I mean, we thought you were finding out stuff for us, to be honest. <laughs> They don't well, make our work in the pie shop. <laughs> we found out that that popular new oddity shop just burned to the ground. Oh, well, those burn to the ground every week around here. Well, a Blur should be back soon. Hopefully he will have word on what's happening on the streets. But, you know, there is a little bit of additional information that has filtered in through some of my uh, uh, helpers, if you will. I found out... What, uh, your friend Tinglefoot has been arrested for. Oh, right, wonderful. I thought that was what Luke was looking into. But if you already know, then... And what what was it? Please don't point out the flaws in the, <laughs> the logical narrative here. Uh, well, of course, uh, yeah, we, we, we spoke with a, a few of the guards that are perhaps a little bit uh, too friendly with, uh, you know... The uh, the under underworld in the in the vicinity, and uh, she has actually been arrested for the attempted murder of all of the prostitutes over in the Boxamy Tigers. Wait, what? Oh my! Oh, oh. Yes, apparently they've 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 pinned this whole uh, uh, what is it the the mantis situation right on her doorstep. Well, it's said she. Been- Released all the mantises and tried to kill all of her people. It doesn't make a lot of sense to me. It doesn't, no. Well, it's that wiener prince then, isn't it? If he's the one that arrested her for that. I mean, that kind of is telling. What type of evidence they got that old Tinglefoot was up to this? (laughs) Doesn't sound too convincing. Evidence. This is not a. It's not exactly a, 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 a that type of a place, my dear. It's it's not one where they worry too awful much about juries and and uh, evidence. If if the governor believes it's uh, what it is, then it's what it is. Well, I guess new mission. We clearly have to overthrow this town and rewrite the freaking judicial code because this is some bullshit. So they the the governor. Did you say he he doesn't think it was a. A plot to kill the prince? Oh no! Wait, the prince is the governor. Isn't prince he? is the governor in the yeah. The prince is the governor in this town now. So he doesn't think it was an attempt on his own life, then I suppose. Nothing, nothing of that nature. No, I mean he wasn't apparently even anywhere near this vicinity since he's come back into town. He's not set foot inside the Buxmi Tigris, allegedly, according to my little whisperers. Well, all right. So, what is he? What is he told one of those ladies that he wants to keep secret? That is exactly what I was wondering. You know who keeps good secrets? The dead, dead, dead people. Yeah. <laughs> I'm top. I, I high five him. Fucking top. <laughs> uh, I don't think we need to go around killing anyone just yet. Uh, Speak for yourself. Let's find out what's. I'm ready to fucking murder. Well, let, let's find out the situation before we, we go killing people. Oh boy, here I go killing again. <laughs> As for Saturn again. Yeah, let's find out the situation. Um, so, what what is the the process uh, with criminals? Do they get lawyers and, and things, or... Do they just get, like, hung? <laughs> you moron, it's hanged. Dictionary much? <laughs> Around these parts, it's not much for 
for, for for trials and things of that nature. Once the once someone's been arrested, it's usually something where they've decided they've done it. So uh, Tinglefoot will serve her sentence, which is currently uh, life imprisonment in a in, in the cells. So we we couldn't perhaps get access to Tinglefoot to speak to her. I'm gonna say it again. We could get thrown in jail. Eh. I mean, is there no sort of appeals process? What, what's happening? Can we take it to a higher court? Seems like a whole bunch of bullshit I'm to sorry. me. Have you, have you ever been thrown in jail and had that actually work for you? Yeah, yeah actually, actually, yeah, we met an alcoholic <laughs> named Rufus. He was great. He drank everything. And then we got a boat. Really? That- yeah, and then we, we ended up with a boat out of the whole situation. <laughs> yeah, well, it was right. Well, it was hey, right. That's, 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 very, that's very rare. Yes, uh, Bloch it- told us that. <laughs> And there's there's also that strange necromancer fellow as well. Oh yeah, what his name was? Oh yeah. Well, actually, that's that's not that far off of the truth. If you could convince them that you know maybe your wizard here was a necromancer having a skeleton risen from the dead, he could actually find decent employment at the. We're doing a reboot. It was in Kushkal that they they used this system of uh, torture with the necromancer bringing people back from the dead so they could be killed again and again. And now that this I've, prince, I've, I've from heard of that. That's why I is the governor yeah, that's why I here. Perhaps he's doing the same thing. So maybe we offer our services to the prince as a necromancer. Um, well, I mean, just 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 to let you know. Here's, here's how that will go. Um, if you offer your services to to the prince as a necromancer, I mean, you will be thrown in jail. Um, it is illegal, although the uses of it uh, by by the palace and the and the king in general uh, usurp law, if you know what I mean. So they will use those those abilities as they see fit, but you will be imprisoned for the act of necromancy. So it's not like they're going to welcome you in with open arms and say, "Oh, great, you work with us now." So what you're saying is maybe petty crime. I, I don't, I don't know that necessarily throwing yourselves in, in prison is is a great idea, but I mean it's possible. Sure, burn down a few pie shops, maybe well, you'll get thrown in jail. I don't know what to tell policy you. Policy on uh, gifts being taken to the prisoners. Say we wanted to send Tinglefoot a, a giant. Pie golem shaped potted plant. <laughs> it's instance. not it's not exactly a day spa, is it? It's a it's a it's a prison cell. So no, they're not going to let you give anything to her. Not not like And if you really want to get your throat, if or? you really want to get yourself thrown in jail, just walk out in the streets and uh, go approach a guard. They're looking for you at this point. I mean, if you're that foolish to throw yourselves in jail, just walk up to a guard. They know they're looking for you. You're wanted criminals at this point. Okay. So you're, Notice you're saying, that we will not be doing the same thing. The Argent Scythe will be operating from the shadows continually. How difficult is it to break into slash out of this prison? It is a prison in the center of a, uh, a palace gar- garrison, so uh, about as difficult as anything you could imagine in being in this town. Thanks. I got a quick, quick cue for you. Mm-hmm. Argent Scythe, we've been over this, right? You guys are uh, adjacent to the law. Like you're acting on your own. You, you know, if they found you, they wouldn't be too happy about you being here. Yeah. At this point, if they found us, then we would be. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. we would. We would. We would need to be out of this town. Yeah. Well. Well. May, yeah. Okay. That's what I thought. Uh. Well. So none of us can go to jail. So that's bad. We'll come up with a new plan. All right, Mags, we're going to go to the pie shop and reconvene. It's where well, I, I do my best uh, thinking. Uh, do we need more pie? We are going to the pie shop. Ezra says and taps his nose. <laughs> she just Because that's where I do my best thinking. <laughs> and then we'll reconvene. Great. Right. We will question later. Yeah, Mag-a-za. you got it. We're- we're saying question now instead of pie later, Mags. It's great. It's catching on like wildfire. Question on the flip side. And he gives her a hug. 
Okay, this is this is a little bit much. Uh, okay, thank 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 you for that. She pat you on the back. Are we out of her? Please don't um, do that ever Ezra, again. Do Jasper and Yarov need to come to the pie shop with us, or can they stay here? I mean, they can do whatever they want. You want to come with us? Come with us. I mean, this fucking guy, Jasper, he knows his way around the pie. I mean, uh, listen, if we're going back to the pie shop, obviously, I'm going to uh, have to say no, because I, I believe I'm a wanted man <laughs> with respect to that pie shop. You're right. You're right. You I did do. Here. I did do the dine and dash that's earlier. Sure, sure. And <laughs> you're right. I don't want to be uh, cowardly in any way, shape or form. But I mean, I think I'm, you know, kind of I'm going to have to skirt into the surreptitious, stealthy, roguelike persona at this point and perhaps stay clear of the pie shop. Um, sure. Yanoff, you in for pie? Uh, hell yeah. All right, cool. Let's do a walk and talk. Aaron Sorkin montage. <laughs> um, once we get outside and we're kind of farther away from the Argent Scythe, I'm going to kind of stop them and be like, okay, so it just occurred to me, like, can't we just jet? <laughs> do we have to stay here? No, listen, what I was thinking is, why don't we just fucking say, turn over state's evidence. Why don't we just, you know, enter in a plea bargain and say, hey man, you want us? We're small potatoes. We didn't really do much, but uh, we know who Argent Scythe is. We know the secret handshake. Mags is in town. Her number one right-hand man, Blah, is also here with her. They've been running around the entire country just murdering people willy-nilly because they're racist xenophobes who hate anyone different than them, especially werewolves. <laughs> so, you know, you can deal with that problem. Let us and Tinglefoot go, because we all know you framed her. Mum's the word. We don't give a shit. Maybe the pie shops just start having quesh. Whoa. Uh, well, that's certainly an option, um, but I mean, I think they'd probably just lock us up too. Well, not only that, but the Argent Scythe is kind of a a kingdom-wide organization, yeah? I don't know if I want to be on the bad side of that this whole time. At a brief moment of clarity, back to the pie! <laughs> <laughs> Wait, but okay, but did, can we just go? Do we have to stay here? I mean, it sounds like the Argent Scythe or whatever, they can handle it, and we know the next place we need to go. Yeah, do we care about I, I mean, we, at all? We can't let this prince get away with it. I, I, Ezra, she sucked your toe, for goodness sake. <laughs> Among <laughs> us. gotta mean something, right? Among other things, my dude. Uh. <laughs> Hey, we can't let this this Prince Wiener get away with locking up Tinglefoot. She seemed like a very pleasant young known lady. It wouldn't be the first Wiener Prince that we just let do whatever. Uh. Yes, and uh, didn't didn't that sit well with you? I don't think so. Yeah, we had a really great outcome from the last one we dealt with. I want to do that talking again. About the guy that killed. Talking about the guy that killed Jim too. We didn't yeah, deal with yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that guy. That fucking guy? Exactly. Fucking we didn't guy. deal with him, so we have to deal with this one instead. I'm, I mean, I had uh, a way more vest, vested interest in the other one, and we walked away from that, so... This prince... This prince tried to kill us with medicines. We, we form relationships with people, we get close, and then they, they fucking die because they're old, and then, then then they fucking, they turn into people, and then they turn back into yetis, and then they then they fucking leave, and then we have a friend who wears a bucket on his head, and a prince kills him, and then what's even the fucking point? There's always going to be a prince, or old people, or some sort of fucking werewolf fucking yeti, and it's just going to break your heart, and then you're going to just be left, and there's going to be no fucking point to anything anymore, and then you're in a tent pouring blood on somebody, and nothing fucking matters! Lola, Lola kind of grabs his hand and holds it. Just no point to any of it. It's just, that's what I've been trying to fucking tell you guys. It's what, what's even the point of anything? Lola's here, and what? I mean, we're going to be friends, and then something's going to happen, and she's going to die, and then Mort, he's the fucking skeleton. You know, he's already dead, technically. I got nothing. I got wished into. I didn't even want to exist. I was wished into existence. And then now I'm fucking stuck. And I didn't even have a dick forever. <laughs> she, she, she like rubs his, rubs his forearm and like, we can go get you a dick. We can, we can make that a priority. We can get you a dick. as <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I know things. Haven't been going all that well for us recently. Yeah, uh, things always seem to be 
turn it against us, you know, with with Jamtooth and Mirka. But you know, we we got to do do some right in this world. We we can't just go around being too scared to to get involved with things. There's there's injustice here. We need to put right. In how many ladies died in in the uh, the brothel that's name I can't remember. Seventeen tigress. Seventeen of them died. Exactly. A- Angela. Uh, Monica. Oh, little bit go. of Trina by my side. <laughs> <laughs> we we can't we can't let the prince if if it is prince or whoever it is we we can't let them get away with this. We we have to do something. As you guys walk out of the alleyway um, and kind of turn towards the direction of the pie, of the pie shop, you guys notice in uh, in in bright uh, fluorescent like illusiony uh, signs uh, sh- shining around a uh, a new business that has opened up oh, no. in main square of uh, of this town, uh, and it says Giselle's Cat House. Ah, interesting. So a little bit of the old um, what you call it? Espionage, uh, sabotage, industrial espionage. Is that what it is? I just stare at Mort. <laughs> what in the world but are you talking about? This this Giselle sets the mats free in the Bugsby Tigress to put it out of business and takes all their clients. So it wasn't, wasn't the prince? Yeah, case, I mean, that's, that's just a, a guess. That I might be completely wrong, but perhaps we should check it out. You know what happens when we check it out? Like, when we checked out that town, and then we ate that meat, and the fucking worms. I'm trying to tell you, man. Anytime I get near anyone, everything goes bad. I'm having a really hard time. I've been having a fucking meltdown. There was so well, much blood in that tent. Perhaps you can have another toe party at the cat house. That's, that's self-medicating, man. I need real fucking help. I don't need to put my toes in places that toes don't belong. <laughs> toes belong in shoes. That's it. That's the only place a toe should ever be. My toes have seen things <laughs> that no toe should ever see. Just be thankful you still have the wall. <laughs> Oh, Ezra, sit, Ezra just sits down in the middle of the alley, probably because this town is just fucking replete with alleys. Lola <laughs> <laughs> uh, starts patting his head. Uh, uh, I, I'm not sure how to solve your problem, Ezra. Um, there, yeah, I guess any of us could die at any time. Wow. Um, more? <laughs> Ezra, come on. Up, up on your feet. None of this silly nonsense. We're, we're not going anywhere. You're not cursed. Ezra has we're now just some laid down <laughs> in the alley. <laughs> He's no longer sitting. He's laying down on his back. Uh, so you guys are... So you guys had kind of turned out of the alley and are like looking down the main street area. So like he's kind of like laying along the <laughs> side of the road. Uh, but it is the main street area. And as you guys are just trying to hoist or, or figure out a way to get Ezra up to his feet, uh, three or four. OK, we'll say four because I need an actual number. Four guards come out of uh, this new establishment, Giselle's Cat House. And they're kind of all laughing to each other, patting each other on the back. They've just had a, a good old time here. Uh, and one of them catches uh, a look down and sees you guys at the at the end of the street uh, and points you out to his buddies. Ah, shit. I try to roll Ezra into the alley. I mean, he rolls. And if, no, she's so weak. <laughs> it's very ineffectual. <laughs> okay, he doesn't roll. <laughs> yeah, I would have. Ma- I would have tried to have made you right, roll for that if there was a if there was a feasible way in your in my mind that she could pick up and roll Ezra. <laughs> oh, she's got like a vein uh, I- popping out of her head, like. Ah! Uh, yeah, these guys. These guys take off in a in a sprint down towards yeah, you guys. We, we've been spotted. It. We need you to get up now. We have to cheese it. Come on, come along, buddy. We have to Let's go. pie filling. We have to lard it. I don't. I don't fucking know about your pie binocular. Get the out of here. I'm along in prison. All right, so we oh. we will we have to figure out uh, one important thing, and that is how fate does initiative. Oh no. 
Yeah, yeah, the screen like twists around in the and, and the battle music starts playing. All right, so you uh we're going to have to determine a order here. Um I'm going to say that these guys, I mean you guys are in the process of trying to get him up. You, they they clear they like close into uh within a couple of zones of you guys. So they are like right there. Um Should we just so roll everybody fight Dyson whoever's highest goes first? So we compare the notice skills to <laughs> other participants is basically how it is supposed to go and whoever has the highest Notice gets to go first, and then everybody else in descending order. So we got to think about, uh, and it's not notice, perception. it's perception. So it's order of perception. But we roll and then add the. Uh, no, it's just your, it's just, just based on your skill. Right. Uh, so uh, I know Lola has a has a plus two perception. Mm-hmm. So that's so really good. I don't see that at all on my skill. You don't have perception as a skill. You might not have it. Okay, cool, cool. So you would be okay. So here's the way the order is going to go. And it actually works pretty well. Um, I'm going to say since Lola, since you're actually physically trying to lift up Ezra, the order is going to be Mort, then Lola, then the guards, and then Ezra. Uh, okay, so Mort, you go first. What are you going to do about the fact that there are four guards uh, charging down on you guys? I'm going to lay on the floor and say, I'm already dead. <laughs> 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 no, I'm not. Um, I guess I'm gonna shoot them, but I'm gonna try and, like, shoot them in the knee. Uh, no, yeah, but I didn't want to say that. Are you gonna, are you gonna set your bow to um, stun? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> set bow to stun. I'm gonna yeah, aim for the, shoulder. the knee. Non-vitals. Then, uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, no, shoulder. Actually, uh, no, so I might hit the neck. Oh, yeah, I mean, hit the, the I mean, aim for leg. It makes sense because you want oh, them to leg. stop advancing yeah, on you, Yeah, I just didn't want to say the arrow in the knee. Took an arrow in the knee. Yeah, no, no, I get it. Um, I get it. It's okay, terrible. So it's terrible. There's four of them, did you say? There's four of them. So I'm going to aim at the two that are like closest. Okay. Um, I can shoot two arrows. Da, 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 da. Okay. So the first one, nothing. The second one. Uh, yeah, that one misses. It's minus one. Yeah, we're supposed to be using Uh, that one. Actually, okay. So this is this is funny. It's the way fate works, right? Uh, The first one misses wide. The second one, where he actually had a minus one, actually hits because that guy rolled neg four on his uh, on his on his defense roll on that. So you rolled defense for against each attack. Yeah. So you defend basically against every attack. Although I don't know technically if I have to roll defenses on NPCs. I think it's really just a PC thing. Uh, But I did in that case, so we'll say it hits anyway. All right, so uh, you hit one, but not the other. Uh, The one you hit takes uh, an arrow to the knee. And boy, he thinks about giving up being an adventurer at this point. Is that what you wanted, John? Is that what you <laughs> no, fucking wanted? No, sweet Absolutely not what I wanted. <laughs> it's coming to Nintendo Switch 2011's hottest game. Skyrim. All right. Uh, moving on down the order. Lola. Um, she's going to squawk loudly and um, I'm going to shoot off my arcane bolt, but... Um, I don't know how it works with magic because she realizes that these guards are just doing their jobs. They're not necessarily mm. like they may be coming down yeah. like we could just give up and they wouldn't attack us. That's why I didn't want to kill them. Um, so I'm trying not yeah, to like probably got families. hurt them, but I want them to stop coming after us. So I just want you to know there's not a stun setting on Ooh. on firing magic at people magic in this world is a very dangerous thing and so shooting magic bolts at something will in a lot of situations just straight up kill it is there something nearby you could shoot which would like get in their way or something or fall down on them okay there could be if you're willing to give up a fate point for uh creating uh like an explosive barrel in the area (laughs) a big red glowing pie barrel well you know what no uh, i got it we're near the pie shop the pies we are pies require um a lot of lard 
in their pie crusts. So she manages mm-hmm. to spot this lard, this big vat of lard, and um, or maybe it's oil or something, something flammable. I don't know about cooking pies. You can clearly tell. Does lard catch fire? Yeah, lard, I would imagine lard would be very napalm-like in its in its. It would take a while because it would melt down into oil. First. That's true. what I would think. Yeah, that's too. true. It would have to get. It would have to heat up before it would Maybe catch fire. Maybe just spill out of her. Guys, I can use fucking magic. Really, I can't just set it on fire with magic. <laughs> Well, arcane fire and actual fire are very different things. Uh, Thank you very much, Carly. Um, So I'm going to I'm going to go in and hoof this barrel of lard kind of to get in the way and then shoot an arcane bolt at it, which I. Uh, So you are rolling a barrel of lard at them? Is that what I'm hearing? (laughs) Yes. You donkey Kong. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Sure. Okay. That is going to require, that is going to require some sort of of an athletics roll. I don't have any. I'm going to tell you, a barrel of lard is going to weigh a lot. (laughs) I can't just push it over, like bodily push it over. Carly could do that. Yeah, you could, but like. Sure, sure. You could you could push over a barrel of lard and start like rolling it <laughs> towards them, I guess, but it's not gonna go no, very I far. Don't need it. You could have a barrel of lard in front I of you. I don't need it to go far. Like are you just trying to cause a a hey, this is a flaming thing you don't want to go across yes. at this point? Yeah. Like it's a barrier them, more than I want an them attack. To pause and like be wary. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Okay. If it's if, if we're if we're operating under the mentality of barrier and not I'm rolling a flaming ball of lard at you i'm totally on board okay awesome hi <laughs> well fuck my face um so don't that's threaten three. me with a good time <laughs> oh god <laughs> okay so i got three failures one neutral but i have a plus three so i have nothing so that's a nothing uh yeah okay so you knock over this this barrel of lard <laughs> And like, well, like, no, like you do like a backflip and like, and like fling your hands out and shoot at this barrel and like it and you hit it with your arcane bolts, but like nothing catches on fire. It's just the, the lard barrel like cracks, like the, 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 like the, the rings around it just pop off and the thing just falls. And there's just like a big slick of lard in the middle of the. Of the like the the marketplace now. Terrain, I meant to do that. <laughs> it's guard turn. Uh, so the guard that got shot in the leg uh, is back a little bit. So he reaches behind his back and pulls out a crossbow and takes aim at the harpy. Ah! No, why me? I didn't uh, shoot okay, him. Okay, so he shoots. Yeah, so now he's shooting he's shooting a crossbow bolt at you. You're gonna have to roll some sort of defense against this. Um can I use can I defend with my arcana by using my prestidigitation to make a bunch of sparks and almost like distraction? He would be able to aim at you like they wouldn't affect the traje- to the trajectory of a bolt, you know what I mean? Right. Like if he sh- if he's if he's already got a beat on you and is shooting a bolt of like a, a crossbow bolt at you like they will it would just fly through those sparks. I mean, you could try to like duck out well, of the way somehow. It's, it's more or- that I'm trying to like cause him to to like huh and maybe misaim. Okay. Yeah, more of a distraction yeah. to to change thing. Roll it. See what happens. Well, I got three three neutrals and a failure, but I have three in Arcana, so two. Oh yeah! All right. Well, unfortunately no. for you, you get a uh, crossbow <gasps> bolt in the shoulder. No. Uh, so you take one physical stress. So oh, no. you're gonna have to stress take a stress box. Okay. You don't have many of those. No, I don't. Um, but since it's just one, you can just take your one box, okay. which leaves your two box open. Um, but yeah, so you've been hit by a crossbow Wait, bolt. So what, React many, to that as you I would. I only have two? Uh, so here's how, here's how uh, it works in Fate, okay? You have more than just that, okay? okay. You have 
you could take one damage and two damage. Those are your checkboxes. Mm-hmm. So if you would have taken two damage on this, you would have probably marked your two box instead of your one box. Um, so you could take one damage and two damage. So you could take one damage twice or you could take one damage and two damage. Those are your options. Gotcha. Past that, you also have consequences that you could gotcha. take, which okay. have a longer term effect. So if you get hit and you get knocked out from physical stress, uh, you will just I mean, you're not going to die. You will basically be knocked out of combat in some way, shape or form. Like maybe you'll have to like flee because you'll be too like too beaten up or maybe you'll like just pass out. Um but you can take consequences, but consequences take longer than just one battle to offset. So you have a you have three consequences. Basically, you have a two box like you have a two uh, stress consequence, a four stress consequence and a six stress consequence. But those are a th- that's a much longer term. Yeah, thing. OK. All right. I'm good then. All right. So she she Lola doesn't get hurt. She's she's not that. She said, "So a person that stands on the back, or a person that stands behind her go- golem friend." Um, so, I I think she's shocked when she sees this crossbow bolt sink into her shoulder. She just kind of slowly looks at it and is just kind of staring. This is the first time in thirty-eight episodes someone's been seriously yeah. injured. <laughs> <laughs> in a way that we actually had to contend with as a, aside from like you take this much damage and then we'll all forget that it actually happened <laughs> um okay so we've got three more guards uh, uh the next guard is 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 was full scale charging at you guys when this uh barrel of lard hit the ground so what i'm going to do is i'm going to make him roll a uh, I'm going to make him roll in athletics to make it through this lard without falling down. If he does, he's going to try to uh, swing his sword at Mort. Okay, please comically windmill through the lard. Uh, no, I'm sorry. He did succeed in making it through uh, the lard. Uh, and so right, um, in like in and boy, this guy, this guy is like. You ever seen Brad Pitt and Troy? That's what his move is. He like does this little one little slide through this lard, jumps up, pulls his sword out, tries to do like a downward thrusting sword motion on Mort. So uh, he's going to roll a melee against you, Mort. You're going to have to uh, roll some sort of defense. Can I defend with bluff? Hear me out. I'm going to just roar at him like a frightening skeletal face just roaring in to try and kind of make him think twice about maybe trying to hit me. I, this guy is, this guy is buried down, jumping in the air, swinging a sword. Like you're not, I mean, granted in, in another like hand to hand, like you guys are just like fighting it out. I mean, there could be use for bluff to like parry and like do stuff like that. But okay, I mean, this is just, just a full force. Then. Okay, this is just uh, a full just force, just like brutal attack attempt. So that's only you or one. But let's see. God, my rolls tonight. I have not rolled a single plus Oof. yet. Uh, minus two. Ouch. Uh, yeah, so he gets a, he gets a, well, I mean, he does, he rolled flat neutral, but he had a plus two uh, to melee. So that is enough for him to. Uh, bring that sword down to bear on your shoulder. The first uh, time we do proper combat, everyone dies. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you had what? You had a neg two, you said? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, so you're going to have to take you're going to have to take three stress somehow because he beat you by three. Um, do you have a three stress box? Uh, only one and two are like bold. Okay, three so then you're going to have to take so then you're going to have to take a uh, a moderate consequence. And I'm going to say that this moderate consequence is broken uh, clavicle. Right. So he has like shattered the bone on that side. Uh, like you're well, he's, he's basically broken your shoulder bone on one side. Uh, and you now uh, until that is uh, healed in some way, shape or form, um, you are going to. I'm just going to basically say that prevents you from your uh, double bow bonus, basically. So you're not able to pull okay. back two arrows at once right now. Yeah. Okay. 
and that's going to hold up that that holds over until it's healed, which we'll we'll talk, I guess, later about how that all works. But it it could be I mean, it could be a, a few days for that. OK, oh, next. up, oh. the sh- <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> not fun. There's still two more guards oh. to go. <laughs> uh, the next guard uh, also charging forth with his sword. Hits that pile of lard and falls flat on his yeah. ass. Does the, sword, does the sword fly up in the air and then come down and pierce through his <laughs> neck and now he's dead? Uh, no, no. Be uh, like, but like there is a comical that. amount of there's a comical amount of lard that flies up in the air, kicked off of his boot, and it falls down in his face oh, that's because good. he failed significantly. So now he has the uh, he has to deal with the consequence of lard face. <laughs> that's good. Which I had to deal with in college. Um, okay, so coming up next is uh, the last <laughs> Carly's face. Oh, no. um, okay, so we have one more guard. We have one more guard. Uh, last guard is also going to try to devo- to uh, traverse the lard pool. Uh, he makes it. I will say he he steps firmly on his friend. Uh, that Good. is laying in the lard pile oh. and uses that as a clear means of uh, traversal. Uh, Lola, he is going to try to uh, swing a sword oh, at you. No. Oh, I, mm. Can hey. Mort try and dive in the way? He absolutely can. He's going to try and do that. Okay. Um, uh, at this, okay. Ezra was going to spring up and grab the guy's arm as he was trying to Swing it. And also, Lola, Lola... For his character redemption arc. Lola saw Mort take this first sword, and she doesn't want him to do that, so she would probably try to push back. We're just gonna end up fighting amongst each other. So Ezra wants no, to... I uh, get hit. Ezra wants to block this sword with his melee, so my plan is if I succeed, I want to basically grab this guard's wrist as it comes down, and then I want to use my trusty handgun and blow his fucking head off. Whoa! Alright, everybody everybody, roll their shit, and we're just gonna see what happens uh, with I this. I didn't okay. roll any pluses again, so... Okay. Uh, minus okay. one. Oh, okay. damn. Okay. Uh, oh. I did extremely well. Okay, go ahead for you. I got six. Yeah, I rolled a three pluses and one neutral, so that's three, and then my melee is plus three, so six. Okay, uh, so here's what happens. So uh, this guy jumps on his buddy, clears across this lard pool, uh, comes, turns his like pulls his sword out, and uh, like starts coming straight across at Lola with it. Mort tries to jump in the way of it, but as he does, Lola just waves a hand, and it just pushes with force, just pushes Mort back out of the way, uh, like a good five feet uh, to the left. And the guy's still bringing his sword down as Ezra jumps up, grabs his sword arm, and twists it, breaking his arm. Uh, and then, Ezra, what happens then? Ezra breaks his arm, he's still holding it, and the guard's whimpering, and he says, not this one, not again. And he <laughs> takes his uh, trusty handgun, his little finger banger, and puts it right in the dude's mouth and blows his fucking head off. Oh my god! <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so much for non-lethal. Wow. But I guess they were coming at you with swords, so what are you going to do? Yeah, they were going to kill us. I just say it. It's true. He's, Ezra's back, baby! He's back in the game! He's Don't a, worry, we'll we'll retcon them as all being super corrupt. Yeah. <laughs> They're all Nazis. So, he, uh, all right. he turns around after, you know, there's just a stump, and it's very Quentin Tarantino. It's just like a fountain. And he turns around. Shut Marvin. And he he uh, looks at Lola and he says, "I'm not gonna lie, this is gonna hurt." And he jerks the arrow out of her shoulder. Oh, she just screams. <laughs> she's not. She doesn't know pain, really. Not in physical pain. So Ezra rips the arrow out of uh, Lola's shoulder and says, "Get behind me." And then he looks at Mort and he says, "You still good?" Uh, I'm fine. Thank you. And I guess they turn to face uh, the other bad boys. They're still coming. Yeah, Lola definitely s- swings around the backside of Ezra and is holding her shoulder. All right. I'm going to call that Ezra's turn. Uh, and it's back up to top. So it is. It's Mort's turn. Mort, you got a guy that just uh, broke your shoulder blade standing right in front of you. Uh, his buddy has a 
uh, crossbow. He's loading up another bolt. Uh, he's already shot Lola. And then there's their uh, lard face friend laying in the uh, middle of the lard pile. So did none of these guys watch their friend's arm just get snapped in two and their head blown off and thought, eh, maybe not worth it, and then run away? <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> okay. I was hoping that it would be so brutal they would be like, you know what? <laughs> I'm good. Eh, back to back, back, back to the cat house. <laughs> uh, Mort will draw his short sword uh, and attack the guy, trying to, like... Slash across his, like, sword arm to make him drop his sword. All right. Go ahead and roll it. I don't have anything in melee, so it's just dice. Minus one. All right, yeah, he rolls a plus three to defend. So uh, you you try to do this, but, uh, like, you're just, you're not feeling yourself. Like, this is your... Like this is a weight bearing arm that is like kind of not super functional right now. So you swing the sword. He parries it pretty easily and just pushes you backwards. Uh, You stumble back a few feet. uh, And that's it for you. Lola, your turn. Like that. (laughs) Oh, yeah, definitely. I'm I'm firing down at the lard. Okay. She she she's still kind of in shock. So when. Ezra says, light the large, she just does what she's told. So I got four. Crispy okay, boy! Describe, crispy d- d- boy! D- describe the immolation of this crispy boy. Uh, yeah, so Lola, she's very dazed. Um, and she hears Ezra say, light it up. And she says, kind of like, okay. Not even thinking about what she's doing. Just points... Um, her fingers right at the the ground where the guy is laying, and just sparks come flying out of her fingertips and catch onto this fat and just go up. Okay, yeah, Dope. and that guy stands. That guy stands uh, no chance. He's got lard already on his face. His face is his face burns off first. I hope you all appreciate that fact. Good. Uh, yeah, no, he's gone. Uh, also, you have uh, broken line of sight for uh, crossbow dude. So that's probably really good for you as nice. well. All right. So the dude that is on your side of the lard uh, is going to try to uh, take a swing at Mort again. So, And again, just to clarify, he's watched one of his guys mm-hmm. head get completely blown off with a weapon that doesn't <laughs> exist in their world, except for on my hand and another guy be melted in a vat of, of, of cooking lard and still... Still this yeah, guy man, you know how it goes. He's got his blood up. Like at this point, this there's no, raised. there's no stopping him. Yeah, yeah he goes, he goes to check. Yeah, good for yeah. him. You know, good for him. <laughs> so, what's your, what are you, what are you doing for to defend against this mort? I guess just defend. I can't. Can I? bluff to make him think I'm going one way and yeah you can I mean at this point like it's not like a bum rush type situation like this is this is like this is like fencing sword fighting type of a of an engagement at this point so like I'm I'm fine with you bluffing to try to bury I'm gonna go to the left but I'm gonna go to the right oh heck yeah the morty faint uh I've got plus two bluff so two yeah more I actually rolled a I rolled a plus that time uh, yeah, so he, uh, I'm inside baseball. He rolled all negatives. So not only does he fail, he fails uh, by more than five, uh, which, which, which should be one of those uh, advantage type situations. Uh, so I will, since you're kind of doing a parry type situation, I will allow you to uh, immediately take a free like repost action if you want to try to strike back at him with with your sword. Oh. Perhaps when his buddy fell over in the lard and kicked the lard up, some lard got onto his hand. So when he swings at me, his sword actually goes slipping out of his hand. Let's not get greedy. Why don't you just try to take the free attack? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, skewer this dude. Uh, That's nothing. Uh, Yeah, so he manages to, to, to defend against that one. So that does that's a that's a net nothing between the two of you. Uh, but it did burn his turn. Uh, OK, so now it's crossbow, dude, who now can't quite see you guys. Uh, but a barrel of lard is 
not going to create too wide of a of a disruption. So he's going to. Oh, what about the stench of about, melting human flesh? Is that, is uh, that he can uh, deal with that? Okay. Uh, you know what? <laughs> Actually, this guy he's on the other side of a burning pile of of lard flame, and his friend he might actually take off. That Hell makes yeah. sense to I me. I did it because he's not like right up in your faces. So yeah, he's gone. I thought you were yeah. going to say. Limp- uh, Actually, he enjoys the smell of burning human flesh. <laughs> <laughs> he enjoys the smell of his friend. Uh, no, he's he he bolts. Yes. Uh, okay, so you're just left with the one dude that uh, is engaged in. Uh, swordsmanship with Mort right now and uh, it goes to Ezra. Alright, I'm going to use my stunt clobbering time. Once per conflict Ezra can make two melee rolls against the same target in the same turn. Dang. So my first Man, whoever one, came up with that was probably cool. The first one, I got one plus three, so four. That hits. So yep. I, he's facing Mort, so I throw a haymaker as hard as I can in my clay hand. It's this dude in the temple. So however much you want. Yeah, so that's... Well, okay, so, I mean, you beat him by three, so that he takes three damage on this, and he does not have uh, a lot to give. Uh, So uh, go ahead and take your other hit. You're going to take him out either way, but if you want to, like, roll your other other hit to... Oh, my other hit is six. Okay, so uh, describe how you totally take this dude down. So... It could be lethally or non-lethally at this point because you're just... I mean, you're using your fists, so so you describe it. Yeah, so the first punch, the haymaker, really dazes him. He drops his sword and uh, he's like... Takes a step back and he's like... You can see him trying to fight off being knocked out, so... It's kind of like rocked him backwards and he goes to take a step forward, but he's clearly punch drunk. And Ezra just grabs the guy's... The back of his head, like his hair... And just slams his head down and brings Ezra's knee up at the same time and just shatters this dude's nose. And uh, leaves him on the ground, like, just coughing up blood. He turns <laughs> to Lola and Mort and he says, we can't take half measures anymore. Half measures is why Merkel left. Half measures is why Jam 2 died. It's how Lola just got crossbow shot. We are monsters. We are freaks. We are hunted. If we're gonna right the wrongs of the world, we have to be willing to be as brutal as those who would brutalize us. If we're gonna go for the greater good, Mags has it right in the Argent Scythe. Kill one, save a thousand. I feel nothing about this, and I hope their families mourn them, and I hope their children starve, and if they come looking for us, we'll be ready five, ten, fifteen years down the line. You can tell them to come find me. Because if anyone comes up to my bone man, Mort, with my bird, I will fucking kill them. And he walks back to the pie shop. Now, I know what you're thinking. That doesn't sound the words of a true hero. Well, I mean, the reality of the situation is, in this world we live in, in the lands of Eorath, heroism is not a pretty thing. You know, when you peel back the layers and really get a good look at it, it can be, it can be ugly at times, you know. Sometimes it, it calls for, for drastic measures. You have to ask yourself, what, do, what would you do to protect those that you care about? And to protect those that can't protect themselves? Now, does that mean you solve every situation by blowing up someone's head? No, of course not. Now, does everybody get set on fire amid a puddle of lard? No, of course not. You know, but these things happen. And don't worry, don't worry. The gods there in Nusha at the time were hideously corrupt. Sure, 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 sure. You could be one of those backseat swordsmen who says, oh, you know, you wouldn't have known that at the time. And, uh, you know, it's just some guards trying to do their job. You know, they see a wanted group of individuals, amongst them a renowned wizard, a soulless fighting machine, and the reanimated corpse of one of the world's greatest archers of all time. And I'm just gonna I'm just gonna be right out in upfront with it and say that if you're going to do that, if you're gonna undermine every decision a hero ever makes, you know, you're not gonna find anybody that passes the sniff test for you, buddy, okay? You go ahead and name me any of history's greatest heroes, and I will tell you of a time when they murdered gods without knowing they were corrupt, but that then eventually it turned out that the gods were actually corrupt. You would I mean, odds were in your favor at this time period that, you know, most often gods were going to be very corrupt, okay? And it's just one of those things that works out in the world where whenever you have to go against 
uh, a working class guard individual from the city palace. It just it so happens that they end up being corrupt, you know? So don't question it. It's like asking why is the sky blue? It just is. It's the way the world works, okay? Gods happen to be corrupt after you kill them. It's just birds sing songs, you know? What, what do you want from me? All right, well, as you can tell, things are really heating up around here. You know, how are the rest of the brute force going to react to this, you know, kind of soliloquy that Ezra just spouted out against them? You know, what about Mort? You know, by all accounts, the moral compass of this group. What will he think about slaying their enemies indiscriminately? Is that the work of a hero? Perhaps sometimes it is, but perhaps there is a better way. And perhaps we may find it here together. Don't forget to tip your Minotaur bartender, and I will see you here next time at the Gilded Ram Gronkhouse and Tea Room. Hey there, potatoes. Didn't get enough monstrous action on this episode of Brute Force? Well, then check out these other Geekly Ink shows, including Drunks and Dragons, Casts of Thrones, Cthulhu and Friends, Transformation Sequence Podcast, and You're a Wizardary. If you've liked what you've heard so far, then please consider donating to our Patreon campaign at patreon.com slash bruteforce so that this band of misfits and weirdos can continue to deliver the content that you enjoy. Also, don't forget to make your way over to iTunes to leave us a five-star rating and review. Reviews are like shiny things, and that makes Lola happy. New episodes come out every other Tuesday. So go subscribe, grab your gear, and get ready to go adventuring with Brute Force.